when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. This is a, a very ghetto-esque setup for a podcast. Yeah? This think? also proves with how much things my grandmother seems to collect until the day she dies that we were able to take this small foldable poker table. Without her noticing. And never a word was said about it. <laughs> Which is shocking. Because usually you'll touch something that hasn't been moved in 10 years. She's like, what'd you do with that plate? <laughs> like, what? Cow. <laughs> it's like some sense. Yeah, this table is a permanent fixture of my apartment now. It's not bad. It's really good height to watch TV and then put food on, too. Yeah. I would be okay, honestly, if the table wasn't here. I would have more room to walk around and do stuff all the time, just in this little area, Mm -hmm. as opposed to having to go around or whatever, you know, but the fact that it's here doesn't bother me, and I do utilize it as if it were a table. (laughs) Beyond a podcasting table, I do utilize it as if it were a table for other things, like feet. Feet. If I want to kick back and relax, I'll put my feet on the table. Oh, I understand that. And sleeping. The government was supposed to send somebody to our house to make sure things aren't... Uh. <laughs> it's funny, we have an episode <laughs> on uh, that stupid Gleep of Faith thing about falls. Yeah. Because... Uh, we recorded that one a, a, a little bit ago. So. Yeah. But yeah. The, um, <laughs> just in the past like four or five months, my grandma's fallen twice. And then the state will send out, which is like, what job is this? How do you qualify for this job? They'll send out and send somebody to check your home and assess it for fall risks. Like that person's There's getting, no way. That like the government is taking money. the I'm initiative. I'm a thousand percent sure. But that this was like a month ago and nobody showed up. That seems like some weird third-party company that I you would that hire. I want that job, though. That'd that be is the not easiest a, job. The government in the world. does not care if your house is a fall. They risk. want you if you're not contributing to the GDP. They want you gone. But that's probably <laughs> what they'll do. They'll go to homes that are full of shit, like kids' toys and stuff on the floor, marbles, oh, jacks. Yeah, I used to live in a house full of kids' toys, marbles, and axes. All over the floor, and the guys. It like, was a mess. The guy leans through the doorway, peeks. It's good, and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and then the overly self-sufficient now old let me person. drive nine hours to the next house yeah nine months to the next house <laughs> where, like where do they live you're like la he peeks into one room and he goes mm, yep this house is fine time to go to maine <laughs> oh shit <laughs> my next house is in maine they're like yeah, where's your next house after that oregon yeah he has randomly assigned numbers <laughs> to it so it's not like on efficiency. And he puts it in the mo- the least efficient yeah. locations possible. He says, I'm sorry, the next one after Maine is in Oregon? Yeah, where's the next one after that? Lower Mexico. Weird, I know. I gotta drive, the- I gotta walk the whole thing. <laughs> Apparently it's gonna be acquired in the next 20 years, so it's considered a state right now. <laughs> what? There's rumors <laughs> that it may be acquired within the next century. <laughs> so we gotta assess the entirety of Mexico for fall risk. <laughs> You're walking on the road, there's a rock. No, that's a fall risk. I gotta tell the president. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go back to the White House. They're gonna need to know this. The Secret Service is gonna need to do some cleaning up. He has like a, a 60 by 60 sheet of the picture of the rock. Turn it off and he holds a meeting. <laughs> Guys, look. Super high fidelity zoomed no in shit. on the rock. It's those stupid... uh, This is on Highway 96, right in the middle of Mexico City. Behind the beheaded person, you can see a rock there. (laughs) 
Like, oh, yeah, yeah forest. They, they pop a picture up onto a PowerPoint, and it's, like, a gang, one of those poles with, like, the person's skull going yeah. through it. And they're like, as you can see, and then they go to the next slide, it zooms in a little bit closer to the skull, closer to the skull, closer to the skull, and then they go to the next slide, and it zooms past the skull, and you see a rock on the ground. You know how easy this would be to trip on? <laughs> I don't think this is the issue here. I think lower Mexico people could step on that pebble. <laughs> if they can survive. You know how easily you could twist your ankle on this? Funny enough, falling is what kills the cartel. <laughs> Not only is there a pebble you could twist your ankle on, two feet in front of that pebble, there's a jagged rock. What if you fell on that after twisting your ankle on the pebble? No, when I say jagged, I don't think you understand just how jagged this rock is. When you said jagged, I thought it, it sounds like jaguar. There's a jaguar rock. Then, <laughs> why? Why? Aren't, what is? What is the root word? Of what that? does that mean, jag? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> what is a jaguar rock? I don't know. Do you think somebody saw a jaguar and like shit's a rock and then it, they died? <laughs> Like, that guy thought that cat was a rock. It kind of looks like a rock. No, it doesn't. What are you talking about? It looks like a giant cat. It's moving. You can see. And it's black. Obviously, it wasn't moving at the time. Because there's black jaguars, too. Yeah. And then panthers are... Are all panthers black? Well, 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 no, there's a pink one. There is. Who is either a detective or commits crimes? He's a detective. That commits crimes. Mm, I don't think so. How is he? How do you get the job? Because he's a well, because he's a panther and he's like, pink and that's cool. More like stink panther. Okay, okay. He's a that's, bad detective. Yeah, I mean, no, that's fair play. Is he a good detective or is he bad at I it? I think he's French. Oh, so. he does stink. He smells <laughs> like cheese. <laughs> I think it's been so long since I've seen Pink Panther. I don't know what. What did that come on? Two thousand four. <laughs> I haven't seen it since two thousand five. Is there only one movie? There's two, and then a TV show, I think. An animated show. That does not have him in it, I don't think. Jacques Clouseau. Oh, okay, so no, he's not French. Oh, it's from 1963. There's not that one. <laughs> the newer one. You only live once, so see the Pink Panther twice. <laughs> Who said that? It's on the poster. <laughs> what, why? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't understand. Is this the first uh, iteration of YOLO? (laughs) Why do I have to watch the movie twice? (laughs) It actually kind of... I'm kind of in the mood to watch the Pink Panther now. Because it's been so long. I want to watch the original one. The 1963 one? We could watch it twice. As a child in Lugash, Princess Dala receives a gift from her father, the Maharaja... Maharaja, the Pink Panther, the largest diamond in the world. So that's the that's the namesake. I didn't know. Why was it wasn't the? It's not the guy. (laughs) It's Jacques Clouseau. (laughs) He's not. He's not a Pink Panther. You mean Peter Sellers? No. Oh, he died really young. That's fifty-four. Not really young. Did he fall on a jaguar rock? Jaguar rock actually just sounds like a a peak. yeah, like a location that is very notable. So one that looks like a cat that looks like a rock. Oh. <laughs> I know exactly where I am. This mountain looks like a cat that looks like a rock. It doesn't just look like a cat. The cat itself looks like a rock. You'll know it when if you, you see If it. you look really closely, the rock looks like a cat that looks <laughs> like a rock. <laughs> 
be able to tell it, it, it doesn't look like a cat. <laughs> it's, it's kind of shaped like a cat, but it does look like a rock. <laughs> look, that cloud looks like a bird that looks like a cloud. Oh, you're looking at bird cloud. Wait, no, that is a bird. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a cloud. You're telling me those people couldn't fucking pick out Superman? <laughs> I mean, if you think it's a bird. If he's 3,000 feet up in the air. How many yards is that? If he's a thousand yards up in the air, Thanks. the thousand yard stare. Oh no! Up in the air, <laughs> oh, he were, all those soldiers were looking at Superman. <laughs> That's what they, anytime you were looking at Superman, you're doing a thousand yard stare. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> if he's that high up in the air, I can understand why you would think he looks like a bird. If he's really small in the sky, what if he's really big? I mean, if he's flying, your eyes. if he's flying seven feet off the ground, they'd probably know that it's, it's a bird. Like, <laughs> Look at that eagle that's flying past. <laughs> Is that a plane? As there's like supersonic booms rippling through the streets because of how fast he's going. Is that all they said? Was it's a bird? It's a plane? Was there a was there a third one, or is it just is a bird? It's a plane? No, it's Superman. I think it's just that. It's a bird. Yeah, it's a bird, it's a plane. It's it's a musical. Classic. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman was the biggest flop on Broadway. <laughs> That's awesome. While the show's original Broadway run was well received, it did not catch on with audiences. Closing after three and a half months and costing an unprecedented $600,000, the show was Broadway's biggest flop at the time. What had Jack Cassidy in it? That's somebody I know. Of... I don't know him personally before you get carried away. Do you, you, so you don't know him personally? No. Do you want to? I would if he was alive. Do you want to know him personally How if he's dead? did all these people die? He lit himself on fire with a cigarette? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, the couch is made of artificial leather. <laughs> Vegans, am I right? Asleep, he dropped the cigarette, igniting the couch. That's cool. Nice. He lit himself ablaze, some might say. Smoking kills. That's right. <laughs> I want all... Well, I he want wouldn't have died if he was smoking it. I want an anti-smoking advertisement that's all deaths like that. That aren't like lung cancer or COPD related. Someone, someone's like dousing themselves in gasoline and then they light up a cigarette and explode. <laughs> On the way over here, I was watching the floaters in my eye. Okay. So you could, like, catch them sometimes? Yeah. I still don't know what those are. It's like dust or something. I think they're like little proteins, I always thought. You think it's dust? In the wind, yeah. That's all we are. (laughs) 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 This is now a Kansas podcast. (laughs) This podcast, we actually record it in Kansas starting this episode. What is in Michita? That's in Kansas. <laughs> yep. Michita's in Kansas. Kansas City is in Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the worst. Minnesota City. You know, Minnesota City is like right by Winona. City? Yeah. Okay. Not Winona Horowitz. Right. That would be insane. That'd be weird. I don't even know where we're going to in Oklahoma. Ah. Uh. That's, <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> I don't know what's there. Kansas? Why would we do anything in Kansas? Oh, um, we're going to have to make that joke. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, like, I was thinking maybe we could stop 
at uh <laughs> like the border and then I'll, I'll say it as i leave and then i'll like walk back in and then i'll leave again and then i'll just keep saying it until because it's gonna be really funny every time a hundred times for a million times this seems like a uh and I'll, and that'll be the rest of my life <laughs> this is the farthest i've ever been away from the shire <laughs> We have to stop in Missouri to buy tobacco. Do we? I have to buy tobacco for my uncle. You know, they call it misery for a reason. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Because it's bad. Other than St. Louis. Joplin. Never mind. <laughs> Figured it out. Like Janice? No. Is Joplin, Missouri, where they have all the like old people go to sing in crowds? That's a town that'll definitely die within the year. It lives solely off uh, baby boomers. It's like big for... Oh, it's very far away. Branson. Yeah. We go to Branson. What's wrong with Branson, Missouri? Um, It's in Missouri. <laughs> but you have... Uh... They call it misery for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I want a shirt that says I went to Oklahoma for chilies and all I got was this stupid shirt. Do you think they have one of the chilies? Ye- yeah. I, need, I actually should check if there's a chilies in wherever. Tulsa. Get that shirt printed. And then <laughs> fold it up and hand it to the staff and say, give this to me as I'm leaving. <laughs> Not Tulsa, Oklahoma to Joplin, Missouri. It just auto-filled that. <laughs> Tulsa's ten hours, fucking nine and a half hours away. Yeah. There's almost half a million people. That's almost 600,000 people. They have three chilies. <laughs> we can eat all three. Get them out of the way. That'd be so fun. You need a lot. You need a lot of money. Or you get really. That'd be a good. Uh, I think if you blew up on TikTok, you're gonna go on TikTok and blow yourself. You're gonna do that anti-smoking ad. I'm here with a couch made in the fifties <laughs> in my carton of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was coated with like the lining they do for PVC pipes. They're like no. Because uh. I was wondering why in that if you go to his Wikipedia page, there's a. Jack Cassidy. If you go to death and it tells a story, whatever, early in the morning, it's a naughty. Jack Cassidy sounds like a cowboy. Yeah, but I think that's what he's he's famous for. That's why you know you recognize the name, or like the acting in like western. Oh, so he's not a real cowboy. I think he's just an just no, just an actor or singer. Still a cowboy name. Did he sing country? Is that why I fucking know him? Was an actor, singer, and theater director. So a lot of stuff. Oh, he's Shakespeare now? Oh, he's Sh- Cowboy Shakespeare? That's actually pretty cool. That is. That's a better <laughs> Shakespeare. But it says it lit a c- cigarette and fell asleep on his Naugahyde couch. And I'm like, Naugahyde? And it's hyperlinked. <laughs> so I did a composite knit fabric backing and expanded polyvinyl chloride. It was made by this guy that worked for the United States Rubber Company. I don't think they use it anymore. Maybe they do. Either that or the one... You know why? It's the marketing campaign of the 1960s. Oh, oh look at this thing. <laughs> what is that? It's the Naga. Okay. The marketing campaign. Send me that and I'll put that as a pod picture. <laughs> the marketing campaign of the 1960s and 1970s asserted humorously that Naga hide was obtained from the skin of an animal called a Naga. That is not real. The claim became an urban myth. The campaign emphasized that, unlike other animals, which most typically be slaughtered to obtain their hides, Naga can shed their skin without harm to themselves. Like snakes? 
The Naga Doll, a squat horned monster with wide with a <laughs> wide toothy grin, became popular in the 1960s and is still sold today. That's really cool, actually. The reason Jack Cassidy sounds like a cowboy is because Butch Cassidy exists. Is that what it is? There's yeah. something Cassidy. Yeah, that's what you're thinking of. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Film. He was in uh, Bunny O'Hare. Oh, two different words for rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what rabbits are called in Ireland. A bunny O'Hare? Yeah. Or just an O'Hare? Bunny O'Hare. <laughs> it's like you have to introduce him like James Bond. And my <laughs> name's O'Hare. <laughs> bunny O'Hare. That's so stupid. But, but you're not I- introducing yourself, so you're saying... Like, hey, what do you got with you? It's an O'Hare. A bunny O'Hare. Because you're carrying around one with you? You got a, you got a lucky bunny O'Hare's foot on your neck? <laughs> <laughs> they call it the luck of the Irish. I call it the luck of the bunny O'Hare. Rish. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Don't double thank you. It confuses me. That's the point. How come stickers... Can somebody invent a sticker that peels off? Like in one piece? No, the point is that it doesn't. <laughs> well, who's, what, that's not any good. Why are you taking that off? Now I'm not going to know what kind of quartz it is. You'll be able to identify it. I smell. I thought I got it, but I'm an idiot. That much is clear. <laughs> Ever clear. The band or the alcohol? The band drinking the alcohol. That's a dangerous combination. Everclears is the people that sing, uh, no, that's Foo Fighters, my hero. This <laughs> is such a different band. Oh, it's just... <laughs> what it's like? What if they were named the Kung Fu Fighters? Everclear's not a band, it's a person. I think. Uh, oh, It'll never be clear. Everybody was Kung Fu Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's right, but I, it's still kind of catchy. They hate that when people say that, because they're like, no, there's like four there's, of us. Yeah, we're all the original members. <laughs> You all can't be Kung Fu <laughs> Weirdly, our names are Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> That's the four of our names. Earth, Wind, and Fire. And. <laughs> He's the Asian. <laughs> His name was Andy, but we didn't like that. So we just call him And. And, and on drums. <laughs> Earth, Wind, Andy, Fire doesn't sound as good. <laughs> We're the I Kung think, Fu Fighters. I just think whenever you introduce an Asian person, that that stupid, oh, the, the gong hit, and then that, <laughs> that fucking, I can't. The one that goes like, <sighs> I don't know what this is going to be yet. No, that's an Asian man screaming. I think it's from like a traditional Chinese scream. <laughs> <laughs> There's the top five Chinese sound effects. Chinese sound effects. What? Number five. That's not a sound effect. Four. Okay. Number three. That's not Chinese, is it? Number two. That's racist. Number one. Wait, there was no number two! There was no number there's two. No, no, not, there was, and I do not know what it was. Top five. Number two. Number 
That's not an Asian song. of a string. But I don't. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know how to look for it. <gasps> There's a build-up to it. Okay. This is like some sort of remix. Japanese Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. That fucking... (laughs) I don't care what it is. Like a fucking math elites competition, sporting events, anytime the person's Asian, that has to play. If I was a dictator of a country, (laughs) it's out of respect. Yeah, it's not racist. It's funny, and you'll love it. It'll is it just for it. Japanese people, or is it Asian. for all all Asian people? Yeah. So, like an Indian person doesn't count. <laughs> what do you mean they don't count? They're Asian. No, they're uh, someone from Russia. They're too heavily mixed with Caucasoids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Southeast Asia. Ooh, no, India doesn't count. Pakistan also doesn't count. Why? They're spiritually like the Middle East. <laughs> what about? Uh, you can't have Samoans with that either. What about the um, the whole ocean? What, what is that called? Oceana? No, not Oceana. Above New Zealanders Oceana. will do it. Above Oceana. Where all those islands are. The Philippines. Yeah, you have to do it with that. Okay. They're close enough. <laughs> They're on the line, though. Or if you get a dark Filipino, maybe they look too Indian. Okay. So they, and then we'll have to figure out some other song. It's very specific. <laughs> so, so, like, the fact They'll that- be one of those painting charts- I I don't know if it's more racist to do it for all Asians or to like hand pick which Asians they you're could, doing if it If they for. look like they could be a main character in Wendy Wu too, <laughs> yeah, you're good. If if they look like they could be related to Wendy, Wu. in any way related to martial arts, but then you can't do Brazilian people because Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. But I don't think India has any form of fighting. But you go to like you know all the that other can't shit. be true. What they they don't kill cows? You think they're gonna fight? Yeah, I think that they have the Kama Sutra instead of fighting. They 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 fight with their genitals. They do. That's why Indian (laughs) men are chronically horny. It's awful. What about Shastra Vidya? Of course. What about Gatka? Nobody knows these. What about Pakiti Tursia Kali? I think I've had that at uh, Indian Russia. A close quarter in fighting combat system against multiple opponents based on the use of the blade and is a Filipino martial art. That does, yeah, it's not Indian. Well, it says Indian special forces are trained in this. Does, yeah, but it's not it's Filipino. Okay. Because they're Asian. I should have just not read that part and then. <laughs> and then it would have made it true. <laughs> It's not it's not lying by omission. And Indians aren't going to learn. Indian special forces aren't going to learn worse versions of. Martial arts just because they're Indian. Kalari Payadu is a martial art that originated as a style in Kerala during the 13th century AD. So, <laughs> nope, not Asian. What do you mean, not Asian? Doesn't count. <laughs> Why does that not count? You'd have to play that. That. Do, 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 da, 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 that one for Indians. It's perfect. And Pakistani people just because they hate Indian people. So you you just want, no matter what your nationality is, you you want like a stereotypical sound or music to be played. Yeah, there has to be a theme. Okay. I think everybody would really enjoy it. 
it's 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 got to be like the most <laughs> insanely stereotypical theme that that nationality could possibly have. Yeah. So like I guess Americans would be just country music. It'd probably be Hulk Hogan's intro. Yeah, it's called Real American. It's <laughs> this version's better, I think, because there's one you can get where it starts in the song, but yeah. it's uh, more ominous where there's no <laughs> instrumental. <laughs> it's like the, the scariest version of the song. Oh no shit! <laughs> it's like it sounds like the song that would be playing when uh, American soldiers are walking through the remains of Hiroshima. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> It's like, like you're in a complete ghost town. Like going through jungles with night vision on. <laughs> people, people are like hiding in rubble, barely alive, and they just hear, I am a real American. That sounds like someone's singing it into like a storm shelter. Oh no shit. <laughs> they have it play like loud enough to where you can hear it over the Black Hawks yeah, but it is It is weirdly like ominously quiet though. Yeah, it's loud yeah. enough where you can hear it, but it's like a, it's like a very loud whisper. Yeah, they land the helicopter in, like, the middle of a field, and it plays that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you don't know what it's saying, as, though. As all of the people are slow-motion walking away from the helicopter, like, fully strapped with machine guns. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Black Hawk helicopter just explodes for no reason for a Because it can. Because <laughs> we have that kind of money. They're all rigged to explode just to make walking away from it look cooler. Oh, what other ones? I bet you could group Africa. There's okay, South Africa's easy. <laughs> it's like, no matter no matter where in Africa you're from, they just play Toto's Africa. <laughs> that's that's the better one. <laughs> You're like, why, why, who made these decisions? Who made this call? <laughs> like, honestly. And then there's parts where it doesn't work, like Egypt's technically in Africa. You're like, well, this isn't, this isn't working. It'd have to be the Aladdin theme song. Does Aladdin even take place in Egypt? <laughs> the desert. Know. That's all the Middle East is Aladdin shit. <laughs> A whole new world. Master, I don't think you quite realize that's funnier it's robin williams and you just shoehorned robin williams in to be the theme for every middle eastern country (laughs) you know how uh every four years they got a new olympics nobody cares about the winter olympics yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that it's Nobody only Nobody does care about the Winter Olympics. <laughs> I think that's only fair that every four years at the Olympics, the country hosting the Olympics gets to play whatever introduction song they want for every single country. Yeah. And then it's uh that that country or that continent or whatever they decide to do, that's their introduction song for the next four years. I like that. Yeah. That way, Every country that's hosting, the problem is, gets the their own chance to be racist about it, or Tokyo, or just not. Tokyo hosts it, and then for the next four years, everything's in fucking Japanese. But then that also is going to be a problem for well, any you get a, country if it's in English. You get a council of people that know 
you know, more than just like Japanese stuff. So you, all of the stuff might be a little more Japanese stylized. It's going to get really racist when like Korea's picking songs for China. Cause, uh, the- but Korea doesn't host. <laughs> Do they? It's been in Seoul before. Has it? I think so. Okay. Obviously, North Korea doesn't. Um, Do you think North Korea has their own Olympics? No. It's funny to think they do, though. I really like to th- And uh, Kim Jong Un wins, wins everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're gonna do we're gonna do the hundred meter dash, and he's like running, and he's so out of shape. Either he's and really fast. Everyone's like just kind of jogging behind him. They all fall <laughs> at the start. <laughs> what are the somehow we've never really gone in depth the Kim Jong Il myths. Like the one where he golfs? And maybe it's not propaganda. Divine birth, a double rainbow, and glowing new star appeared in the heavens to herald the birth of Kim Jong-il. Can you imagine having such a cool dad? No shit. Fear of flying. That's a that's a cool superpower. <laughs> He's the anti-Superman. He, he inherited a fear of flying from his dad. What? That's not how that that's works. How fear, yeah. Traveling by trains is, is better. If you could, if you had all the money in the world and all the time in the well, world. Well, you have all the money in your world. Wanted to breed giant rabbits. That's pretty cool. That's his superpower? One of them. An East German farmer, German media reported in 2007 that Kim hoped to solve the famine in his country by breeding giant rabbits. An East German farmer who bred rabbits the size of dogs was apparently asked by North Korea to help set up a big bunny farm to alleviate food shortages. This almost sounds like propaganda in and of itself. Yeah. About, because it's, there's no way. I'm surprised he even admitted that there was a famine. Okay, high achiever. Official records show that Kim learned to walk at the age of three weeks and was talk <laughs> talking at eight weeks. Very cool. Like fluently? I believe, yeah, you assume. Kim Il-sung University apparently wrote 1,500 books over a period of three years. Well, that's I mean, not- that's what a lot of authors do. Like, James, what is it, James Peterson? The fact that I even know that guy's name, that just pumps out a bunch of, like, women's smut shit for... Or not that bad, but, like, you know what I mean? It's just... James Patterson. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's, like, a billion fucking books? I don't know if this is the guy I'm thinking of. It might be. Yeah, where they're all those little... Yeah, yeah. Fuck. But you can't... You still can't write 1,500 books in three years. He could. You could. Anybody could. Factually, you could. If each book was one page long. Okay. That would take you 1,500 pages. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three years is what? Uh, 900. Let's it's round it thousand, to, let's say 1,000 like days. Like 1,100? Let's just say 1,000 days. Okay. So that means you have to do 1,500 in 1,000 days. So you'd have to write about one and a half pages a day. That's <laughs> if all the books are one page long. <laughs> Oh, my bad. This how this this will give you the fact of his free time, along with six full operas. <laughs> so he wrote more than the books. How long is a full opera? Also, have we never heard them? Maybe they're really good. Um, yeah, what operas is he credited with writing? The opera usually lasts two hours, but of course there are operas longer times, three to four hours. So we have to assume that he wrote the bare minimum, because he's trying to knock out as many things as possible yeah because if you're writing that much your goal isn't quality your goal is i'm going to be as impressive as possible with quantity right according to apparently the quality is great according to his official biography all of his operas are better than any in the history of music oh 
So he's got like a masterpiece. I still am assuming they're as short as possible, though. Even if they are a masterpiece. Yeah, but they're that good, though. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather watch an amazing hour and a half movie than a really bad four hour movie, you know? <laughs> to be fair. Then there's his sporting prowess in 1994. In 1994. <laughs> I'm turning into my fucking Norwegian self. So. In 1994, Pyongyang Media reported that the first time Kim picked up a first time Kim picked up a golf club, he shot a 38 under par round. <laughs> Holy fuck! Not even the first time he played. The first time he picked up a golf club on North Korea's only golf course, including 11 holes in one. Reports saying. <laughs> Reports say each of his 17 bodyguards verified the record-breaking feat, then he decided to retire from the sport forever. <laughs> so he played one game of golf and got the best score ever in any game of golf. <laughs> There's no way anyone else has even come close to 38 under par <laughs> at 11 hole-in-ones. There's no way. He's really cool. Why isn't he running the world? He's also a child killer. Oh, that's why he's not running the world. He drowned his younger brother when he was five or six. Was it when he himself was five or six? But was it for a good reason? Yep. What? He wanted to. Oh, I mean that shows dominance. He also didn't. He didn't defecate. I'm sorry. That's real. He doesn't defecate. He reported that Kim's official biography on North Korea's state website, which has since been taken down, claimed that Kim did not defecate ever. Nope. Do they? That's how well his absorption was. Do they like pump? They cut open his stomach and just pump it out <laughs> every day. Superhuman powers. We should put out propaganda like, like this. How so? Just about Biden, so people are really afraid of him. Okay, he's undefeated in boxing. Or we could put it out about us, and then people will think we're really cool, and we could then be the president as soon as we're old enough. I would say. I would say we. it's unfair to become the president when you're, like, 28. How many talents do you think you have? Talents? Like, what would you consider a talent, though? Solving a Rubik's Cube. Fast. Okay. I would I, say that's one. I can do that. Yeah. Um, If it's, like, that, qual- like, something that I can do that a majority of people can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe, like, without having any particular answer... Four? <laughs> Three? Maybe? Not a lot. You're only a little behind uh, Kim, who has who is quoted as being a genius of 10,000 talents. That's... <laughs> I don't think you can name 10,000 talents. I could. <laughs> um, Hopscotch. If you're, like, really you good at... Really, you think he was really good at Hopscotch? <laughs> well, he's got 10,000 talents. I'm sure Hopscotch is <laughs> in there somewhere. In there. If you can think of it, he has it. Double Dutch. Isn't that a, oh. a jump rope? Yeah, that all, of, all of the... Well, jump rope in general. Okay. And then Double Dutch is another talent. It's a completely separate field. Because you're still jumping over a rope, but there's, like, different timing involved and stuff like that, you know? Um, golf, obviously. Uh, <laughs> he was so good he retired. Yeah, uh, we would have to assume most athletic sports... That he's ever tried. You think he could dunk if he's 5'3"? He can definitely dunk. That's not a question of if, but when. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure he's really good with a frisbee. I bet he can juggle. Um, I bet he can uh, pat his head and rub his tummy at the same time. That one's difficult. Yeah. 
But he, well, he can probably pat his head and rub his tummy and pick his nose at the same time. There you go. There's a there's a, a full Wiki- list. There's a Wikipedia page on North Korean cult of personality. Kim Jong Il. There's one for his dad too. Who preceded his dad? Personality cult surrounding Kim Il Sung is by far the most widespread among the people. While there is genuine affection for Kim Il Sung, it has been manipulated by the government for political purposes. Can I get even a short list of his talents? I thought this Wikipedia page would be a lot better. Kim Jong-il has 54 titles. That's pretty cool. Eternal General Secretary of the Workers' Party of North Korea, or Workers' Party of Korea. Generalissimo of the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. Posthumously. This isn't... Oh, yeah. This is Kim Jong-il. So he was given titles after he died, too. What the fuck? Kim is said to have had all members of his administrative staff injected each day with a painkiller that he was prescribed after he was injured falling off a horse. Kim apparently did not want the risk of becoming addicted to a drug that no one else was hooked on. If he was to become addicted, the story goes, everyone around him would be as well. (laughs) That's dumb. He would never be addicted. Kim, who refused to admit most foreign foods into North Korea, was a secret fan of international delicacies. He reportedly sent his former Japanese chef Kenji Fujimoto around the world to locate fine food and was known to have had a taste for roasted donkey and fresh lobster. Roasted donkey. It was rumored that Kim had all grains of his rice inspected for uniform length and color, spending more than $700,000 per year on brandy. That's most Irishmen I know. He reportedly owned two hundred. Or, sorry, 20,000 films on VHS and DVD. VHS? <laughs> well, he's an... Get with the time. He's, he's an older guy, right? <laughs> he was a fashion star. Was he? Yep. Uh, he was a world-renowned fashion icon for his, because, of his, because of his suits. Uh, he was a culinary trailblazer. With roasted donkey? Uh, once reported that the leader had invented his own hamburger-like sandwich called Double Bread with Meat. It's called a Big Mac. <laughs> it's two slices of bread with meat in the middle. He invented that. It was called a Double Bread with Meat. So it's just a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> The culinary innovation was devised to appease poor students in need of healthy food and mass-produced by a manufacturing plant Kim had built specifically for the sandwich. <laughs> he invented hamburgers. <laughs> but it's double bread. Is it like toast bread or is it like a no, the hamburger two, bun? Two buns, I think. Okay. With meat we, in the middle. With meat. Yes. That's questionable. <laughs> like, what's the meat? Is it people? I don't know. But it was it was a healthy alternative for poor college students. Which is funny, because South Koreans eat kabo noodle. <laughs> North Koreans have bread with meat. He was the tallest person in North Korea. There's no way that's true. That's, that's such a blatant lie. Me, what do you do about that? If that's a claim and somebody's born taller, is your son just killed? You can't ever be in the same room as the leader. He was the tallest person in North Korea. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That was all on that page. Let's go Let's go to this one. This is an article written in 2011. Last week. Pretty close. <laughs> Just before North Korean leader Kim Jong-il died, the skies glowed red above sacred Mount Paktu. The impenetrable sheet of ice at the heart of the mystical volcano cracked with a deafening roar. <laughs> the earth cried for his death. I thought they were going to throw him into the volcano. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because they, they hailed him as the bright star of Mount Pike, too. Oh, okay. 
That's what his biography says. Anyway, we should just buy his biography. <laughs> his autobiography. Did he write an autobiography? I'm sure in his 1500 books he had to have at some point. I'd like to go through Mayo Clinic's diet book and disprove it, like page by page. <laughs> Start a separate podcast. Oh, no shit. Just- <laughs> All right, we're on page three of the Mayo Clinic <laughs> diet book today. <laughs> I don't know. This is a bad website. 2011. They wanted to hide his achievements so that we couldn't kidnap him and and use the, his achievements and talents for our own. It's weird that country exists or is allowed to exist. Yeah, it's kind of a... I get they're friends with China, but it's almost morbid to think about, you know what I mean? If the news was like, hey, remember, North Korea exists, there's... The weirdest part is that it's not an island. I don't, is, that, is that something I always said to you? Or that it's... What? Or I always got North and South Korea mixed up. I think I've brought that up before. Yeah, because... Cause like, it's, it's island-esque, though, and like the isolationist like aspect of it. I've always thought that, too. Yeah, with, like, you're saying you because South be... Korea is... It's like surrounded by water and enemies, and, and it's stuff. only touching North Korea. Yeah, exactly. But North Korea is touching the rest of the mainland. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's weird that if North Korea and Japan as countries and like ideals was swapped, I think I would it would be more believable that it exists. It would make way more sense because yeah. it's alone and it's isolated, yeah. right? It's, it's weird. It's also weird. It's weird that, that China just doesn't observe. Or I guess that's what they do. They protect it, and then workers and shit or whatever amount yeah. of industry is just used by China. The other weird thing is half the country is like, screw it, we're not dealing with that, <laughs> and then split in half. But it's crazy. That's not. And South Korea is so productive too. Yeah, South Korea is like the technology capital of the world. But you're, you're, they're trapped there. If you're born in South Korea, you're like, well, fuck. I have to fly a boat away. Right, yeah, you can't drive out. Oh, shit. That's so strange Not that you, me. Not that, you know, if it was switched, you'd be able to drive from North Korea to China anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that probably you wouldn't be able to do that either. It's just insane that humans are put through that. Like, what's, a, what's the day in the life of an average North Korean? That's what's w- the industry in North Korea? Like how? What do they even do? There's no. There's no entertainment. They have to be self-sustaining. It's a human. It's like lab animals, but for humans. It is. A it's, really it's almost weird Truman Show esque to be a fly on the wall in North Korea. Oh no shit! They probably don't have any. Kim Jong Il probably killed them all. Well, there's golfing skills. <laughs> North Korea. There's 25 million people in North Korea. How do we know Day that? To, I don't know. <laughs> By the way, there's no way for us to know that. The thing about North Korea, though, is there's the North Korean... There's got to be satellite video, there's right? There's this, this uh, whatever, Yeonmi Park is defected from North Korea, and a lot of the shit she says is just fucking bullshit. Like, she's probably a federal plant. Yeah. Because, like, none of it's believable. And she has huge tits. Which is like I thought. I thought you guys don't have food. I don't... Well, I, she defected and she's been eating since. I don't... I don't know. I don't. I just know that that a is lot a of common the, thought, though, is that North Korea is extremely malnourished. Shouldn't right? they? Yeah. Shouldn't they all be barely? You and your mother escaped. Yeah. How did you get out? Oh, Joe Rogan, my favorite source to, of information. <laughs> I guess I can now that I know her name. I can just uh, let's see. Shocking North Korea story. This is from the Washington Post. So thank Jeff Bezos for this. Thank you. Uh, I can't even read it because I need a uh, subscription. 
North Korean defector paid to lie on Rogan, my investigation of blah, 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 blah. She changes her claims a little depending on what audience she's talking to. See, if it's you're going to lie, you got to stick with it. she's been around forever. I didn't realize this. She's been around for... This one's from 2014. Having to watch her mother being raped of burying her father on her own at just 14. And of threatening to kill herself rather than allowing Mongolian soldiers to send her back to North Korea. I mean, I would too. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> The thing is, if you're if you live in North Korea your entire life and then you leave North Korea, yeah, you're not gonna want to go back. Yeah, if you'd actually know how bad it is, I don't care. Even if you have to falsify a lot of shit, it's still not good. But you think as a planet, you'd be able to be like, okay, we're not allowing this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can't we all just as I, it's not even like majority goes. You get the entire world council together. Right? You, you you have some sort of summit and say, I know that most of us don't get along with each other, but we're going to make it a Zoom call. Right? We don't have to be in the same room. Let's, let's have 150 world leaders get on a Zoom call and let's talk it out. And all that we're talking about, we're not trying to create peace with each other. We're not saying, hey, China, you got to stop doing that. We're not, this is nothing political about any of that. We're just going to get on the Zoom call and vote. Do we get rid of North Korea? I guarantee it would be near unanimous. The thing is, you could probably say the same thing about human rights violations with China, too. There's just so much... That there's also but China's also not isolated though. Realizing that none of the governments have your best interest at heart, and it's all just for the whatever small amount of people making a lot of money. But nobody gains anything from North Korea existing. China does. Do they production slaves essentially? Even though there's only twenty five million. But, like, China doesn't give a shit. And it's a good talking point. The news loves North Korea. But then you realize, like, the collective groups like the United Nations and the EU and stuff don't actually give a fuck about humanity. And it's all about control. Because if they did care about people, the North Korea thing would be, like, a big, like, hey, all these African kids mining for lithium batteries for your Tesla in the Congo. Let's stop this. But I feel like even if you are getting production value out of it, the erratic nature of a 25 million person strong cult is... Not something you want to have to deal with. I don't they think can do erratic. anything at think, any time. But, but they don't do any. They don't, though, because they can't. Because the military will shoot anybody that acts out. They all have that, uh, like an elephant that's chained up as, a, as like a little elephant, as a baby in a circus. Yeah. Could easily break that chain as an adult. But since it didn't, it wasn't able to break it. That learned helplessness is what I'm looking for. Right. That as a whole, 25 million people have learned helplessness to where they're just stuck. But it's not, I'm not saying that they're like, Oh, let's rise up and fight against North Korea and whatever and like overturn the world. I'm saying if North Korea as a country, as a, as a, you know, the leader decides we're going to do this. The people are like, okay, he knows everything. We're going to just do that. Then. What would they do? I don't know, but it's something it's, I think that's the whole thing of them having nukes, but I think they're under the heel of China toward. That's fair. They're kind of like the little brother. Also, I guess to be fair, you look at China looks at North Korea and they're like, those nukes are terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's some fucking <laughs> missile from the 50s. It, I, I guess to be fair, it's like China is, you know, someone who's 45 and then North Korea is like a four-year-old. Yeah. In comparison. It's like you just hold them with your hand as they're <laughs> like, running at you. It's like, yeah, yeah, sure, you might be able to hurt me, but like I can snap your neck yeah, I can, in a second. I can hit way harder. That's fair. I've been talked out of 
uh, eradicating North Korea from China's Plus, perspective. I think South Korea's military is fine. And I think we have, I don't know, I know we have iron domes in Israel, but I don't know if there's iron domes in South Korea, but you think there would be for like just air defense shit. I think South Korea should slowly, without anyone realizing it, push the, what, like the 40, the 40 second line. Yeah, I don't like, think they can. I think that's where like there's a big fence. <laughs> Like countries aren't there on brick both by sides. brick, they're just moving it one foot at a time. You throw a rock when, when the North Korean guards are sleeping. <laughs> yeah, you throw a rock and they go, What was that? and then you move a brick over. <laughs> it's working <laughs> over the last 50 years, they've moved three feet into the North Korean direction. <laughs> by the time the sun swallows the earth, <laughs> South Korea will have conquered North Korea. Without them even realizing it. North Korea's like 10 square feet and no one knows. I think that stupid demilitarized zone is also full of landmines. So you're going to move a brick one day. Well, you have people that would be able to... Obviously, you like sweep for landmines before you move You have to be on the other side of the fence. You have to be in North Korea to check for landmines. Yeah, but that's why you threw the rock. You're trying to hit the landmines with the rock. You're trying to hit the landmines with the rock. That would do it. And then if if a landmine goes off... They're like, you are, you're trespassing. You're like, a rock fell off the fence. That happens. <laughs> North Koreans sound spiritually like Native Americans. <laughs> oh, I've heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> that does happen. That yeah. just feels like what they'd be like. <laughs> Every single North Korean <laughs> of <course>. sounds like <laughs> a Native American. <laughs> Rocks are known to do that. <laughs> You're trespassing. Wouldn't that be, that'd be frightening. No, we're not trespassing. The rocks fell onto the landmine from the fence. Oh, of course. <laughs> Kim Jong-un gives a speech, speaks English, which sounds like a Native American. Yeah, when you're, you're speaking the Korean, fuck? they sound normal, but when no they're speaking shit. English, they're Native Americans. They had like a Navajo code talker. <laughs> whenever, captured one of whenever them. Whenever you speak English versus Korean, your voice falls like three octaves. <laughs> It's like, ah, Korean, Korean, Korean. Oh, yes, of course. Rock hit landmine. (laughs) I've heard of that. It's a natural phenomenon. (laughs) Does that happen on your side, too? I, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it happens. (laughs) You better watch yourselves. (laughs) We wouldn't want any of you getting hurt or injured. When you're trying to move the line, they know. (laughs) We wouldn't want anything bad to happen when you move that brick. (laughs) Uh, Is it time for Tom Jones? Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) What about a riddle? That, yes. I could... I could read a riddle. I could no. I don't want to read a riddle. I I'm allergic and I'm afraid. I'll read a riddle. Hey, did you know? You know what's really cool? Because hmm. this episode, I love when we do episodes that are like <laughs> special bonus episode things, mm-hmm. and uh, then we never mention it the entire time. Yeah, correct. <laughs> this episode, of course, being uh, the two year anniversary gleepening episode. Huzzah! Uh, and then. You know what that means? Uh, if this episode is being posted on February 18th, that, that means it's Valentine. Is, what is that? What do we do for that? Nothing. I was just mentioning. Oh. That four days ago it was Valentine. Yeah. 
<laughs> how do you what know time it start- is it? How do you know it started on the 18th? What? The pod. You can look at the first post and it says it was posted on the 18th? I thought it just does the Y thing. What do you mean? Like, I, I listened to Happy Halloween, Brad. Okay. And it's just a year. One year. No, but if you go in. Oh, I didn't know that. February 18th, 2022. So this will be... Obviously, it's weird, and I know you're probably a little confused because of the timeline that we're recording this, but this will be posted in 2024. You're going to miss the upload. No. <laughs> you're going to upload it early. Why would Guys, I do that? it's the two-year anniversary. Yes, like, this is the two-year anniversary one. You posted it in, like, September? <laughs> like, no. This comes before oh, the bank it. missive episode. Delete it. <laughs> And then if you're, you're gonna upload it early and then just leave it. I'm not gonna. I'm because we don't mention it until the end of the episode. I'm gonna be going through it and I'm just gonna have a bunch of like already edited episodes and it's gonna be labeled just like episode seventy five or whatever. And I'll just post it in the timeline and I'll post it in the middle of August. <laughs> And then it'll be three weeks before I listen to the episode and I get to the end and I'm like, whoops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be the one I use. Now we have to now we have to record another one for that day. Great. And uh, it's gonna be embarrassing because I'm gonna have to admit that I did it wrong. That's the problem with cause in general when we record way in advance, it doesn't matter because there's not there's nothing tying it down to when it was recorded. Yeah. But when you specifically mention the date that it's posted and you get it wrong, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> whoopsie daisy. Speaking of uh oh, when's the last time you had spaghettios? Uh, last time I had spaghettios maybe two months ago you had spaghettios two months ago i think so yeah i don't i don't even remember the last time i had spaghettios i don't remember why because like over eight years because here, here's the thing here i i'm gonna admit this right now um i got first of all i have nothing against spaghettios yeah, they're all right um there's a lot better things to eat that is true so if i'm buying something i never ever buying spaghettios like even if i'm for some reason i which, thought you had a thing where you were into uh i guess that's why it's because chef boyardee also makes that beefaroni thing. yeah exactly that's what i was gonna say if for some reason i'm in a mood where i'm like i really need some chef boyardee tonight mr boyardee chef you're boy. coming home with me <laughs> chef boy Chef Boy, if I walk away from this uh, aisle and I look back and you're rolling behind me, I will buy. My you. mom's yeah, my mom's <laughs> gonna be pissed. If for some reason I feel like I need to buy some Chef Boy, yeah, I am not buying spaghettios. I'm gonna buy more than likely beefaroni, sometimes ravioli, maybe some chili mac. Nice. Uh Spaghettios is going to be on the bottom of my list of the Chef Boy products. Not that it's it's bad. It's just every other product is better. The Chef Boy already have spaghetti. Yes, that's disgusting. Okay, I will. I I will get. Okay, that's fair. I will get spaghettios before I get the spaghetti. I mean, yeah, like plain ravioli. Okay, if it's plain spaghettios, no. Because it's spaghetti and meatballs is what they have in the cans. Yeah, so I'll get that spaghettios and meatballs for sure. I'll get over the spaghetti. Plain SpaghettiOs is insane to buy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're buying that without meatballs, go to spot a psychopath. <laughs> if you want to be like a psychopath, 
you just gotta walk around with an open can of SpaghettiOs without meatballs and just start slurping it or right you, out of the can. You chopstick through the O's and you kebab eat one them off. O at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I like to do that. I like to put a chopstick through about eight or nine O's of a SpaghettiO and then put it on the grill. I want to individually. That's how I cook my spaghetti. This is like grill them. How do you like to cook your spaghettios? I prefer mine uh, grilled. That's so stupid. Charboiled, actually. Applewood smoked. I have a roaster that'll spin it. <laughs> you know those things where they put pigs in, like that apple in the pig's mouth. I put that spaghettios on that. <laughs> Spit roast, yeah. I call it. Instead of putting an apple in the pig, I put a can of SpaghettiOs. I, I cook the SpaghettiOs on an open flame. That'd be probably pretty good. That actually would be yeah. that, And that's actually not that insane. No. That's good <laughs> camping food. I, I feel like that's something cowboys would do if SpaghettiOs existed. Yeah. Instead of beans. And cowboys weren't all just depraved rapists. Uh, I could see I could see some rough and tumble cowboys sitting in a circle around a fire eating spaghettios out of a can. Could for you? sure, yeah. That's that's definitely. Um, Beefer, uh, okay. So Chef Boyardee also has macaroni and cheese, Do which I, I I think I probably would not get. Is there pasta sauce in it? No, good. It's just like ma- it's just macaroni and cheese in a can. Okay. So I guess the hierarchy of Chef Boyardee is different than I originally thought. <laughs> now that I'm really thinking about it. Alphabet uh, SpaghettiOs? Higher than SpaghettiOs. For sure. Yeah. I What I do is I, I take cans upon cans of SpaghettiOs, and then I put it into um, what, like, a, like a noodle strainer, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'll strain out all the, the weird fake tomato sauce yeah. into a cup. And then that's my, like, in or into, like, a thermos. And, like, that's my drink for the day. Okay. <laughs> like, weird fake tomato sauce. You probably just buy tomato sauce. No, but I like the fact that it's, like, weird factory-made okay. tomato sauce. Gotcha. That's it's the appeal. Like, like, I don't think there's even actual tomatoes in it. It's just paste. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I prefer the chaos route. <laughs> In all scenarios. It's just Red 40 and uh, my favorite, food processed cardboard. Right. My favorite pastime is um, I'll eat exclusively asparagus until like the rest of my body is completely cleansed out of everything else. And I smell like a pee. And then I'll, I'll go into the mall bathroom and then I'll just wait for other people to walk in and then I'll start peeing. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> And I always stand in the urinal closest to them. And the paint's peeling off the urinal. <laughs> Super acidic yeah. pee. I just I prefer the chaos. My approach, eyes. All saying that's all I'm saying. And I just try to have a conversation with them. It's like, hmm, you smell that? <laughs> that's weird, isn't it? Is that my? Is that, is that, me? Is that me or you? <laughs> I look over at them. So I don't know what you're eating, but you should change your diet. As they look over, my pee is green. <laughs> It looks like I'm juicing asparagus. <laughs> I've been reverse peeing some <laughs> spinach juice at home. <laughs> What's your favorite drink? Spinach juice. <laughs> I I like uh, it's like I'm like Popeye almost, except not as strong. A chicken restaurant? No, not Popeyes. Oh, Popeye the Sailor Man. Olive oil. Where I just eat there out olive go. oil. Oh great! <laughs> it's time for a riddle. You want a riddle? 
We can finish it off with a riddle. That's crazy. This is a special episode. I'll read a riddle. You want to read? You're good at guessing. Okay. Well, this can be. You can add it on your riddle, account. Which riddle book do you Super want? Supercilious. Of course. <laughs> the best one. <laughs> you don't want. You don't want pun tycoons. No. <laughs> John S. Crosby can wait. This book is in rough shape. It has characters to it. It's waterlogged. Great. I'm surprised that here's a riddle about running. me. About you specifically. Okay. Oh, why didn't Fitch? <laughs> Oh, wait. Oh, okay, I'll let you finish. Why didn't Noah do too much fishing on the Ark? Uh, oh, because since there was two of every animal on the Ark, all of the other fish were dead. So there would be no point unless he was going to go fish in the aquarium. You got it. <laughs> Which would be against the point because it's like he's trying to get them to reproduce. Good one. That was a word for word correct. Even yeah. with the second statement that was in there. <laughs> That's what I was kind of figuring. It was a whole page. What does a basketball team do for breakfast? Mm, I like to think they use the basketball as the ball. <laughs> they, cut, they cut a basketball in half, and then they share two. They have two really big bowls that they just pass around for the entire team, and then they eat Cheerios because they are, or even better, not Cheerios. They eat cocoa puffs because they look like the balls. They they dunk donuts. Mmm. No, they don't do that. <laughs> It's like talking to a kid. That's what kids do. <laughs> they don't. They don't do that because then when they're playing basketball, they would get cramps. Because like you're not gonna. How many athletic people do you think eat donuts every day for breakfast? Probably not many. I don't think they do that. Cops. I'm thinking cocoa puffs. Cops aren't athletic people. But they eat donuts. Yeah, they are. No, Most. they never leave their car. Some are. Then they don't eat donuts. Is that an egg? What? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Was that a riddle? <laughs> What's a private detective's favorite vegetable? Oh, asparagus. A cucumber. And that's him. He looks like an egg. <laughs> that should go in your egg folder. But I think he's a potato. What comes after cucumber? <laughs> <laughs> That's the real question. R-clumber. R-clumber. Okay, enough of what this. What always ends night? Day. T. What? <laughs> it's, a, it's a literal riddle. It's a literal riddle. Why, it's what? a literal it's no, it's not. Night, T, N I G H, N I G H. Oh, I thought I thought you said what always ends night, and then the answer is T E A. That is like that doesn't make any sense. Oh. And then, and then I thought what always ends night, and then you said T as in like when people say like nighty night and i'm like no but then the second night doesn't have that at the end of it so it doesn't always end night and then but my answer day is the correct answer <laughs> that's just that's how night ends nope. is day begins nope. day breaks of dusk dawn oh that one rises let's see dawn of the planet of the apes it's a person <laughs> who's dawn of the planet of the apes <laughs> Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. What a long and terrible name. <laughs> what an awful last name. I hate that family. T 
too bad. I, I, there's a reason no one. How many one's more fr- words can they fit in those fucking movie titles? <laughs> there's no. There's a reason no one's friends with Jerry of the Planet of the Apes. He's a loner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested for Dusk of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> it's just a full day between two movies. It's so stupid. Those movies, the movies start off as the Planet of the Apes. In every they add next more words. Movie, they're like, Whoa, you want to look up a quick list of the Planet of the Apes movies? Oh God, uh, we don't have to go through all of them because I think there's a lot of them. It's always a series that's way older than I thought it was. Because be. it's like from the 60s or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but all the newer ones are the ones that you're talking about. Yeah, The Rise of the Kingdom of the Planet of the War of the Apes 2. <laughs> Caesar Returns. Okay. I don't... Um, reboot film series. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yep. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> War for the Planet of the Apes. That, that There's three of them. There's three? There's three. Uh, Why do you think original like film original film series? Okay, wait. Plan- so what's Planet of the Apes? Planet of the Apes. The premise of that movie is what? There's a planet of uh, apes. It's like but then the dawn of the Planet of the Apes. It, it's it already exists though. You so so it's already know. it's already we, established. Okay, I'm in the original uh, series is, now called Planet of the Apes. In the reboot series, the first film is Dawn of the Planet of so the Apes. So it's a prequel to the Planet of the Apes. Or it's a separate continuity entirely. But then why would it be Dawn? So Dawn is like the beginning, right? But then it would already, but the Planet of the Apes already exists. So shouldn't it precede Planet of the Apes? But I'm saying... And I get that it's a movie released after Planet of the Apes. I'm saying it could. But I'm saying the, it could be a completely different timeline where they're not related at all. Got you. Okay. I don't know whether or not know. that's true. I thought true, they were all but, connected, yeah. Uh, so the first movie is Planet of the Apes. Yep. Which I just was just going through it. Uh, he, uh, they hired veteran television writer Rod Serling to pen the screenplay. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. I don't think he actually like wrote the movie itself, but that he helped like with the initial like idea of it. Um, and then we got the sequel to that is Beneath the Planet of the Apes. The mole people. So I'm from, presumably uh, Incredibles one. And presumably, uh, I'm going to we're, uh, just by reading the title. I feel like we've seen the movie in its entirety. You know, so Planet of the Apes. There's a movie or there's a planet uh, where apes are like the apex, you know, thing. Right? Is that is that the premise of Planet of the Apes that they're better than humans? Well, no, it's that the humans they're don't like, exist. Is that it? I, I think humans exist. No, humans exist on Earth. Is that... But they're on Earth. No, they're on a different planet, right? Am I wrong? But we're apes. I could have sworn there's one where they're in New York City. Heston played 20th century American astronaut George Taylor who travels to a strange planet where intelligent apes dominate. That one's better. Mute primitive humans. Okay, so it's a planet where humans exist, but... The apes are the... Switch. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what I thought from the title. Uh, so beneath the planet of the apes, I'm assuming the new humans that found the planet of the apes take over. Yeah. And so the planet, the apes have to go into like hiding, right? Yeah. So they're beneath the planet. Ape burnation. Right. I like how it's called planet of the apes and they don't just give it a name. <laughs> <laughs> they could just, for the love of God, call the planet Poda. Right? 
or anything. And then we have escape from the planet of the apes. They so now, to, now we're leaving. Have to leave. Yeah. They're so the the apes are taking back, and we just want to live. Yeah. Okay. And then there's conquest of the planet of the apes. We so come we, back. We left, and we decided no, we are in charge. Like we need to be the apex predator the of ape. the universe. Is that why it's called apex? <laughs> yeah. We need to. We need to be the human pex predator. Or the human X, I guess, because ape. So yeah. we need to be the human X predator of the universe. You made a, you made us retreat. We lost the battle, but we did not, in fact, lose the universe. <laughs> All right. And then we have battle for the planet of the apes. The conquest is still going it's, on. We thought it'd be a lot quicker. Yeah, we thought we were, we went to we conquer. We thought we could get it done in one movie. <laughs> we thought we could conquer it, but it turns out they're going to fight back. It turns out they're mad. <laughs> they're not happy about it. Uh, and then that's where that one ends. And 1973 is the final film for that. Okay. Uh, and then... Story's over. Seems like we understand it. That, it sounds like it's also, like, a co- very complete, uh, presumably in the battle for the planet of the apes or whatever, we win. Or we decide yeah, or we don't need the planet, solid right? solid ending, yeah. E- exactly. It sounds like it could have ended with the first movie, but they continued it on. Uh, and then... We, yeah, like I said, we either won the planet and now the apes are dead or subservient, or we decided, all right, this isn't worth it. We're going to go home. You can keep the planet, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what they decided on that, but, and then there's the 2001 reboot planet of the apes. And then that's it. That's it for that series. Good. That one's made by, say, that one's made know, by Tim Burton. I didn't even know there's a 2001. Tim Burton's Horton's Here's a Who? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> He's the one that made that one. Jojo McDodd? No, I'm thinking of the Lorax. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then we have the remake, which is Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, War for the Planet of the Apes. So it sounds like they're going for the same, let's just do the same movies that the original did, Mm -hmm. but with better... You know, because like CGI. the, I think yeah, the movie tell, that came out in 1968, how well is that going to look compared to the one that came out in 2011? I feel like they tell more of the story of the apes. Do they personalize it more? Then again, I don't. I haven't seen the original ones. I just feel like that's a big premise in. Uh, yeah, I don't know if the. I'm sure the apes talk in the original one, right? But I don't think there's even humans in. Maybe fuck. In the newer ones, I think they're all just apes. You're thinking we're this is just a planet of apes. I think we're, so. We're not coming. The astronauts not going to a different planet. No, and finding I think this I actually it's, think just, it's just here's apes. a planet of apes, of and this apes. is what's going on. I believe so. But okay. then, because like, in the original, dead. I well, think. in the original Planet of the Apes, there is humans that are natural born to the Planet of the Apes. They're just mute humans. Yeah. So they're like pets. Because I, I do think Caesar. The leader of the apes is in the original and the reboot. Okay. So I don't, like I said, I don't know if the continuity is there or if they started over completely, but it is. Timeline, separate timelines exist for each continuity. Okay. So they are completely separate from each other. Yeah. That's what I, that kind of makes sense. So it's, it's, they have like the same kind of origin story with the same characters, I think, but they branch into two different directions. Okay. Well, see, the the first, I looked up the first one of the uh, reboot series yeah. in 2011. Under plot, it says, Will Rodman is a genetics chemist who is trying to find a cure for Alzheimer's disease at a biotechnology company based in San Francisco. So there's a really good chance that there's people in the movie. Okay. Yeah, because I know there's human architecture and stuff. Because I know there's like the Golden Gate Bridge and shit. And- hmm. 
Wait, hang on. Uh, they test something on a chimpanzee. The chimpanzee goes on a rampage and is shot to death. They reveal that the reason for the rampage was that she had recently given birth to a chimp named Caesar. Okay. So I think in the reboot series, the planet of the apes is Earth. Yeah. So I, I think I think you're right on that. I think they don't go to another planet. I think they, they give this chimpanzee a drug. That drug, while drugged up, the chimpanzee gives birth to like this like chimpanzee defect that has human intelligence. And then it spreads from there. And then presumably they end up fighting each other and then throughout the first movie they end up fighting each other and the chimpanzees or the apes win. Right? And then that's what keeps the movies going, I think. So there's probably a little bit of a time skip, but since Caesar is like the big guy, I think, throughout most of the films, it can't be that long of a time skip, you know? Because mm-hmm. he's the one that's just born. Yeah, that's- The simian flu drastically reduced human population, leaving approximately 1 in 500 humans immune to the virus. So that explains where like the apes are numerous and the humans aren't. Yeah, so okay. there's people in the movie... But there's not a lot. Gotcha. And it's unlike the original film where they go to a different planet. This is Earth. But now it's a now it's Poda, as they call it in the film. <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> I like how I said, I'll just read the new movie titles, and then I ended up reading everything, it's and we've gone further in depth on it. Great. Grape. <laughs> Grape, even. I have to wean. Okay. Yeah, you wean, and then I'll... Uh, ape closeout of the episode. I'll do okay where I go, <laughs> and then that's it. That's the that's end. Good. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, perfect. This has been a ZHG production.